I can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I gotta keep trying Gonna keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes I knock me down But no, I'm not breaking I may not know it But these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most yet Just gotta keep going And I, I gotta be strong Just keep pushing on Cause always gonna be I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Somebody gonna have to lose Ain't about how fast I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the fight Yeah, yeah. This is Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, beautiful people. Whoop, whoop, it's February. Oh my goodness, how time has flown. Right, it's 
Friday, of course, and it's time for the Mindset Matters Talk Show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. And we would like to welcome any new listeners tuning in today. Do you know what? I can't believe it's February already. How quickly time is flying by. And February is my birthday coming up. And yeah, it's the big halfway point. I can't believe it. It's a big halfway point. Anyway, that's in February, but I'm not giving you the date. So first of all, I'd like to thank Intune PR, my show sponsor, for sponsoring the Mindset Matters talk radio show. Now they say, we are in a mental health crisis. Young, old, in the middle, pretty much everyone is vulnerable. There is too much talk of it to avoid the fact. We love sponsoring the Mindset Matters and working on the Let's Talk Better campaign with Zenad. They can change and save lives. We have worked with organisations championing health to get them publicity and we realise how important this all is. So if you'd like to find out more what Intune PR do in terms of getting you noticed in the media and of course content writing and lots of great things they do, press releases, all sorts, pop over to their website. It's intunepr.co.uk. So throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me on social media and uh, keep those tweets rolling in to Zena underscore Narani using the hashtag MSM Radio Talks, hashtag Let's Talk Better, hashtag Let's Listen. I do love my hashtags. Also, you can email me your messages and stories to mindsethorizons at gmail.com. So, if it is your first time listening in to the Mindset Matters, this show is dedicated to supporting and making a difference in bringing about awareness, breaking down those stigmas around mental health and well-being. Here we share how different aspects of our lives, if ignored, can impact our overall well-being. We share lots of tips, tools, insights and stories to help bring about positive, transformational and long-lasting change. And the thing I love about this show is the guests that come onto the show that share their personal stories, their challenges, their deepest, darkest moments to show that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope. We just have to find that within us or find someone to help us through that challenging moment in our time. And that brings me on to saying that please know that you are not alone and that we all go through challenging times in our lives at different rates, different levels. And it is absolutely okay to reach out and ask for help. Be brave enough to ask someone for help, whether that be a family, a friend, or a total stranger, even a professional. Please do not suffer in silence because I know they say it's okay not to be okay, but actually, is it okay not to be okay? That's my question, because how long are you not gonna be okay for? So let's try and move forward by finding a way or a tool that works for you and Avenue, because there is so much support out there. 
And this show here is to inspire you to make those positive changes. Even touching and resonating with one person out there, I have done my job as a radio presenter, but more importantly, I've done my job as a well-being and mindset coach. So, um, yes, if you want to listen to this show and any past shows, then please pop over to either my podcast platform where all my shows are transferred. That's anchor.fm forward slash zenat-nirani-msm or all these shows are available on the Audible platform. Now, if you're listening in today on the um, internet channel radio too, you can also listen to the live shows using the app Get Me Radio. Fantastic. And I actually like the Get Me Radio app. It's really, really good. I find that it's clear. It doesn't cut off as much as it does when I'm listening to it, channel radio too through the internet, which is a bit bizarre, but it could be my phone. Anyway, it's time for my affirmation of the week. So, as I always say, find a moment today, a quiet space for you so that you can just immerse and believe in yourself as you hear these words. And I want you to consider how these affirmations are applied to you or how you can apply them to yourself. And then maybe make notes in your journal, reflect on it because part of growth, reflection is so important. It's the key to growing. So here we go. I am grateful for all the prosperity I have already had. And I pay attention to all the prosperity that comes into my life. If you would like to share your thoughts, then do tweet in. Hashtag VDM affirmations added on to all the other hashtags. Now, all my affirmations can be found on Amazon in a little book called Begin Each Day with Positive Affirmations and Empowering Questions. Super duper. Right, um, February is an amazing day. I mean, I can't believe how many things are going on in February in terms of uh, festivals, awareness days, just lots happening. So I've got a lovely long list of news and highlights. So I want you to grab your diaries in this music break coming up just now so that you can make notes of all the things that you want to be doing, want to take part in, in the month of February. So the first tune I'm going to play uh, that I've pulled up is a really old, old tune by Paula Abdul and I love it. Straight up.
absolutely love Paula Abdul. She she was wicked. Um, absolutely love her. Anyway, so we're back here for some updates and news. So, really excited. My NLP for coaches masterclasses launched in January. So one has already been completed. We are now ready for the February masterclass. Because remember I'd said there was 10 masterclasses and one unique workshop, all of these online. So the one coming at the end of the month is called the Problem Box. Oh my goodness, this is a really fantastic tool to use with your clients who are struggling to make change stick. So if you're interested in joining my masterclass, that's on two dates, Wednesday the 22nd of February, uh, time zone is Dubai UAE, so that's GST, at 6pm to 8.30, remember that's Dubai time zone, so UAE, and the other one is on Tuesday 28th of February, again same time zone from 4pm to 6 30. Now, if anyone here in the UK is interested in the UK masterclasses, then do get in touch with me and I will give you the details and information about the UK times. These masterclasses are amazing. Okay, as I said, they're delivered online. They're going to save you time, money and energy because applied NLP training has been designed by a coach for coaches. So if you would like more information on that, DM me or you can pop over to https colon forward slash forward slash www.nlpforcoaches.com forward slash topics and dates Dubai UAE. And if you just want to go to the main website, that will be nlpforcoaches.com. Super, super, really excited about this one because last month it was the neurological levels and this month is going to be the problem box and both of those tools if you missed out on the neurological levels oh my god this one will even blow your mind even more such a fantastic tool okay right stop going on about it Zena, and let's move on now i will be holding my first masterclass um, of 2023 it's called master your mindset it's a three-hour face-to-face meeting in the center of bromley this masterclass will and is perfect for those of you who want to master your mindset so all the things that are stopping you and really understand what could be stopping you from clarity and achieving your goals and sometimes the confidence levels and the fear factors that you might have this masterclass will be your secret ingredient so let's harness your secret ingredient so we'll be looking at things such as level up your mindset and encourage a growth mindset clear your mind ready to find new answers We'll identify your inner drivers and motivations so you can use them to your benefit, develop strategies to stay motivated when the going gets tough, establish helpful time management habits that will work for you. We'll set some realistic goals and look at you know what the challenges may be in order for you to ensure that you stay on track and course planning those next steps with targets along the path to achieve those goals so really um, 
this masterclass will give you clarity about yourself, your business, your relationships, and help you to smash through um, glass ceilings, break out of your own shell and become the captain of your ship. Sounds amazing, isn't it? And there is two bonuses. So there'll be an NLP tool that I will throw in there that will give you a deeper understanding of yourself and of others so you can overcome communication difficulties, conflicts and forge more productive relationships. And two, setting boundaries with confidence. Why it's okay to say no and how to do. I'm offering you the chance for you to join me for Mastering Your Mindset Masterclass on the 9th of March from 10.30 to 2 p.m. There'll be a light brunch included and the early bird offer is 85 pounds. The link will be going out by this week and the regular price will be 100 pounds. So grab that early bird offer of 85 pounds. Also, there are only six places available because I want to fully immerse into this masterclass, give you the best of the best and my time, that special time. It's an amazing class, an amazing deal. So if you're interested, get in touch with me by sending me a DM or emailing me at mindset, sorry, not mindset, at info at zenatnarani.com. So that's info at zenatnarani.com. That is for the masterclass mastering your mindset right let's dive into what's happening in the month of february so any awareness days festivals and do you know what do tweet in and or send me a message again let me know what days or festivals or awareness days are you involved in this month and the reasons behind your involvement i would love to be able to share your stories now i know to the day today is the 3rd of February but I you know and this awareness day started yesterday the 2nd of February but I think it's something that needs to be throughout not just on one day yes it's an awareness day but let's try and make this something that becomes part of our regular routine so time to talk day is normally on the 2nd of February. Now, one in four of us will experience a mental health problem, but many still feel isolated, ashamed, and unable to open up their lived experiences. Um, I know exactly how that feels. Um, I'm sure I'm resonating with people out there. Now, the Time to Change was co-founded by a partner charity called Rethink Mental Illness to end mental health discrimination. Time to Talk Day, it's all about encouraging everyone to be more open about mental health and to talk, to listen and to change lives. And that's one of the other reasons um, myself and Darren Wheel have launched the Let's Talk campaign where we've been inspired by uh, Stacey Dooley, Nikhil Athanayaka, uh, just so many, so many other great authors who are out there talking about the importance of breaking down that stigma of not being able to talk. So find a time today 
um, or tomorrow, whenever you can, and just talk to someone, check in, spend that and have that coffee with them. Fantastic. We also have, starting on the 6th to the 12th of February, Children's Mental Health Week. Now 75% of mental illnesses start before a person's 18th birthday, and that is shocking. I mean, generally they say if a young person or a young child is suffering from mental health issues or illnesses, by the age of 14, this is where it starts to become embedded even deeper. So it's about trying to help them before they hit that mark. Now with most long-term mental health problems, beginning in adolescence, there's a growing need for support for young people and we can't stress, and I can't stress how much there is. And lately I've been coaching more and more young people who have been referred to me. So, I mean, since 2019, the program Bloom has developed young people's resilience through life's unexpected turns and transitions. Um, in Children's Mental Health Week, they are going to be highlighting the importance of mental health support from a young, young age. So let us know what you're involved in for that. Also, 24th of February, all the way through to the 2nd of March, we have eating disorder. That is an unhealthy attitude towards food which can make you obsessed with your eating patterns. Eating disorders can involve eating too much or even too little and using food to um, actually manage your feelings, your emotions. Now the charity BEAT, as in B-E-A-T, runs Eating Disorder Awareness Weeks annually to tackle any myths and misunderstandings around eating disorders. We, um, I had a, a lady called Jenny Tomei way back uh, last year or the year before talking about eating disorders so do check out her uh, her interview with us. Started on the 1st of February we have Black History Month and I know lots of schools out there will be getting involved in the Black History Month. Um, this began also known as African American History Month. Um, as I said, it begins on the 1st of February and lasts throughout the whole of February, where African American people's achievements are celebrated and their roles in American history are praised and recognized. Okay, so why is Black History Month so important and why is it in February? With this purpose in mind, uh, Woodson and Moreland founded Negro History Week and had its first celebration on the second week of February in 1926. They chose the month of February as it marks the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, two major figures in the fight for liberation and civil rights of the African Americans. So this week was marked by local celebrations in black communities, the creation of history clubs to discuss the legacy of black Americans and lectures performed in schools hosted by prominent African-American figures. So again, tweet in, let us know what's going on in your school or as adults, what are you doing to make a difference or how have you made a difference to bring about awareness of Black History Month? Again, it's already passed, but this is something that affects many, many people um, throughout 
the world. I also um, suffer from it a little bit um, and it's slowly getting worse and worse. 2nd of February was the awareness day of rheumatoid arthritis and you know it's about spreading how this can really impact patients well-being and the way they suffer from rheumatoid arthritis because it can be serious. Now tomorrow World Cancer Day begins so every year on the February the 4th World Cancer Day is observed globally and is celebrated by WHO to aware be uh, to bring about awareness of people with the disease of cancer and how to cure it and what's being done. The theme I am and I will according to the WHO is to empower calls to action urging personal commitment and represents the power of individuals to take action right now to impact the future. On the 6th is International Day of Zero Tolerance for Female Genital Mutilation. International Day of this is observed, as I said, on the 6th to spread awareness and educate people about the consequences and problems that females face due to genital mutilation. Okay. Uh, 6th to the 12th of February, International Development Week, which is IDW celebrated, which marks 30 years of International Development Week in Canada. This day informs about the different roles and career paths in the international development sector. We also have, which is a very important element, Safer Internet Day on the 8th of February. This year is celebrated to call all those stakeholders to join together to make the internet safer. Send the messages to the vulnerable children and young people how to stay safe on the internet and what needs to be done and the impact of this. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, we've got 10th of February, it's initiative of the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare. Um, and this is mainly in India, but can apply, you know, everywhere is that every child worm free in the country. So it's looking at that. We have World Pulses Day on the 10th, which is spread the awareness of the nutritional and environmental benefits of pulses as part of sustainable food production. And with all the crisis going up at the moment and just hearing the news this morning, I think it, they said 16% rise, that's almost 900 pounds plus on people's food bill. I mean, and it was shocking because they said that in the stats, we are actually lower than countries such as India, Russia. I mean, yeah, don't even get me started. So, yeah. So how can we be more sustainable with our food? And I think we just need to be thinking about that so that it doesn't impact our, our mental health and well-being and that we can kind of move through and transition through these difficult times at the moment. Right, what else? Um, we'll be coming up with a short break in just a bit. Um, on the 11th, we've got World Sick Day, which is was introduced by Pope Paul, Paul Pope John Paul II, as a way for believers to offer prayers for those suffering from the illness. On the 11th, again, we have International Day of Women and Girls in Science. 
It is observed on this day, on the 11th of February, to recognise the role of women and girls in science, not only as beneficiaries, but also as agents of change. Therefore, the day focuses on achieving full and equal access to the participation in science for women and girls, also to achieve gender equality and empowerment of the women and the girls. And those of you who love Darwin, well, it's Darwin Day on the 12th of February, celebrated every year to commemorate the birth anniversary of the father of evolutionary biology, Charles Darwin, in 1809. This day highlights Darwin's contribution to evolutionary and plant science. And in 2015, Darwin's origin of species has voted the most influential academic book in history. Amazing. And actually, thinking of that, it just reminded me, in Bromley here in the town centre, they have a wall next to, sort of in the courtyard area, of a whole beautiful mural of Charles Darwin. So definitely worth a see. Mind you, Bromley's got great history for lots and lots of amazing things. So I'm plugging in my hometown here. Uh, those of you who want to have Productive Day, National Productive Day is observed annually to increase the productivity. It is celebrated nationally. So the NPC Productive Day. So what are you going to do to have a really productive day? Any tips and tools? Do tweet them in and share. World Radio Day on the 13th. I'd have to check if that's a Friday for me. Um, amazing. So. World Radio Day is celebrated on this day to raise awareness about the importance of radio. In several countries, it is the primary source of providing information. And as we know, radio made such a huge thing, taken way back to World War One, World War Two, and yeah, it's been a huge manner of communication routes in many ways. Okay, for those of you who love Valentine's, or for those who don't, I mean, that's coming up on the 14th, as we know, St. Valentine's Day, um, which is celebrated. But um, Valentine's Day is named after a Catholic priest named St. Valentine, who lived in Rome in the third century. But I also want to um, make, you know, mention that Valentine's Day can bring up a lot of um, sadness for a lot of people. Uh, it's not always a time of love and happiness for many people. So let's just be a little bit aware and sensitive to those around us as well. Um, because not everybody celebrates Valentine's Day. And also, this time of the year, financially, it's it's hard, even when we want to be celebrating it, because financially, everybody is struggling. Right, uh, 14th of February, International Epilepsy Day, which is again about uh, spreading awareness and educating people about the true facts of epilepsy and the urgent need for improved treatment, better care, and greater investment in the research. 
we have uh, International Mother Language Day. I thought this was lovely. And that's on the 21st of February. Worldwide awareness of the diversity of the language and its variety. This promotes the awareness of language and culture diversity across the world. And um, on November 17th, 1999, it was the first announced by UNESCO. So, I mean, I love languages. Uh, I mean, I speak Spanish, obviously English, as you can hear, a little bit of French. Well, I actually speak French really well, um, but when I don't use it, it kind of gets a bit rusty. And then I've got three other dialects of Indian that I speak. So, I mean, it's just wonderful to learn languages because it can open up lots and lots of avenues when you go traveling, for work, for socializing. It's, it's wonderful. Anyway, right, uh, World Thinking Day. So it is observed on the 22nd by the Girl Scouts and Girl Guides across 150 countries. And last one before we go into the break is the 28th of February is Rare Disease Day. The day raises awareness and generates change for people who are living with a rare disease, their families and their carers. Right, keep your diaries at hand. I've got a few more other dates I'd like to share, but these are kind of more fun days. So when you come back, we'll do a little bit of that. But in the meantime, I'm going to play another favourite tune of mine, which is called Last when there's nothing but a slow blowing dream that your fear seems to hide. Deep inside your mind All alone I have cried Silent tears full of pride In a world made of steel
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. You know, that song, I adore with a passion. It, it took me back to when I first did my ever, ever solo skate. I, I, I skated to Flashdance, so it brings back so many flashbacks. Flashdance, flashbacks, get it, get it, get it. Um, memories of that. And it just gets me going. It takes away all the, the stress and anxiety, and it just, oh, burst of energy. Right, uh, any Nutella fans out there? Well, on the 5th of February is World Nutella Day, and I hope my sister's listening in and her two kids because, oh, and actually my younger brother, they are Nutella fanatics. A day dedicated to the enjoyment of this most popular or chocolate and hazelnut spreads. Originally started as a joke by Nutella enthusiast uh, Sara Rosso, the day is now officially organised by the manufacturer Ferrero. So yes, for all you enthusiasts out there, uh, or chocolate hazelnutters, Nutella Day on the 5th of February. All those lovers of Charles Dickens, we have a Charles Dickens Day on the 7th of February. Get those books out, start reading them, um, introduce them to your kids as well. I do love a great Charles Dickens. So this day celebrates one of Britain's greatest writers on his birthday. It is a day to enjoy Dickens' work as a novelist who brought social realism to the fore as his books reflected the real life of poor in the Victorian England. We have kindness, random act of kindness day. Now I know we have this day to bring about awareness of doing random acts of kindness, but let's try and do this throughout. It doesn't have to be on this one day, but let's celebrate it because it's there on the 17th of February. And this holiday was start, started by the Random Acts of Kindness Foundation, which was founded in 1995. Again, yummy, 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 pancake lovers, 21st of February. Pancake day or Shrove Tuesday is the day before Lent begins when people would traditionally use up all of their fat and eggs for making pancakes. Polar bear lovers, International Polar Bear Day on the 27th of February every year. This global event draws attention to the challenges the polar bears facing in a warming Arctic and how each of us can help. And uh, I think we're seeing a lot of this happening at the moment with the global changing, warming changing at the moment. We, you know, one minute it's, it's really hot in the middle of winter, then it's absolutely freezing. We're having freezing moments. And I think it's supposed to be, ha well, actually we're supposed to be having another freezing spell. So who knows what's going on? Let's try and play our part in our, global world 
Now, I wanted to share uh, some tips and just some research and information around, you know, is your loved one struggling with their mental health? And, you know, how you can help them? Because it's hard, it's awful to see people in pain when they're going through a difficult time. So I'd like to talk about that and share some insights around that. Now there has been a new research that shows Brits much prefer one-to-one -one conversations, believe it or not, when it comes to talking through their problems. If someone you cared about was struggling to cope, how would you go about helping them? Because there is a lot of fear and when we recognize somebody struggling, we some often feel helpless. And it's about understanding what they may be going through and how we might help. So no matter how much you or a loved one may be finding things hard, conversations about mental health can often feel awkward and uncomfortable. I get it, I absolutely get it. But the simple act of just talking, chatting about our problems, it's like climbing that first rung on a ladder to feeling better. You have to take that step. You just have to take that initial step. And I know it's hard. And such heart-to-hearts needn't be as difficult as you might think so often we feel that we need to come up with a solution and advice, but not always, okay? So with new research shedding, some much needed light on how best to go about helping somebody. Now there was a study of 2000 UK adults by Benden Health that found that the most of the Brits preferred to speak on one-to-one, -one, as I mentioned earlier, rather than with two or more people in attendance, so being there. Now, women are more likely, as we know, to approach conversations about a loved one's mental health in this way, with only 39% saying they would speak to a person individually, compared to just 27% of the men. Trust and understanding are, of course, the cornerstones of a productive talk. But the actual venue can also be very important. So where this is happening. Um, so a quarter of the Brits say they would raise their concerns about someone's emotional well-being on a walk, while 24% would invite the other person for a coffee or a drink. Again, it's about choosing the right setting to have that very important chat and knowing that person but also asking. So finding a comfortable setting is really, really important. Um, it is positive to see that many Brits think about where these conversations should take place. Finding a, com a comfortable setting is key to getting someone to open up about their mental health. They have to feel comfortable and ready. So try to choose a discreet location free from distractions or interruptions. So a peaceful walk or a quiet, quiet corner of a cafe are often good examples of this. And 
are both popular choices, okay? However, while the location can help make the other person more relaxed, raising concerns about mental health will always be a sensitive matter. So don't let finding the perfect setting put you off in starting that conversation as well. Because we often get bogged down by one thing or the other. So please try and bear that in mind. Now, when it comes to how Brits steer this talk, uh, research shows that 24% would start by chatting about something else and then bringing up the topic of mental health. It is also reassuring that just under one in four, that's 23% in a study, said they would prefer to explain why they are concerned about the person before any serious conversation takes place. Now, if anyone's got any thoughts or questions on this, please do uh, message or tweet in and let's help shed the light of how we can support each other in having these conversations, these uncomfortable conversations around mental health. The other thing is asking question, uh, open questions, okay? And that is absolutely key. So when speaking about mental health, always try to ask open questions that cannot be answered with a simple yes or no. Because the idea is you want them to start thinking about and opening up, okay? Because that is a good way to start the conversation, to include a statement before asking your first question. So saying something about your own perspective is helpful because also it provides context for your conversation while encouraging the other person to reflect on themselves or their previous behavior. So an example could be, um, I've noticed you seem a little down recently. How are you doing? Okay. However, be careful that you don't interrupt the person with your opinions and perspective when you are responding to your questions. But also when they say fine and they give you a one word answer, ask a little bit more, dive a little bit deeper. Oh, so tell me about that fine, you know? What do you mean by fine? Tell me a little bit more. So, because again, that's a one word answer. It's a bit like yes and no, but fine isn't really great. And also look at their body language. So what's coming out of their mouth? Is it congruent? So their words, are they congruent with their body language? Um, now for some, preparation is key for a conversation about mental health. And again, research shows that 20% of respondents say they would do research in advance to understanding what the issues their loved ones might be facing and then share this information with them. And I think an important thing to remember here is to think about your language as well. And for example, don't go around saying, I know what you're feeling, I know what you're feeling. Because it could be that you have gone through something similar, or the same thing, but your situation, your feelings will never be the same as someone else. Yes, you can put a label on it and say, this is the feeling, but what somebody feels internally is not the same. So a key thing is the language you use. I hear what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from, okay? But don't say, I know. And don't fall into the trap about 
talking about yourself because that initial conversation is about allowing them to feel trusted, open and safe. So creating that space of safety. Um, Brits shouldn't rush for a solution, like I said earlier on, when also researching what problems their friends or family might be facing. Because sometimes it off, you know, it feel it's it's a good thing to go in with not knowing, so you don't have those judgmental elements. Because we often do think, oh well, I could give this solution, or I you might suddenly start to judge someone in a way. So sometimes just being having a clear slate is a really good insight. Feeling down is something that affects every single one of us at some point if someone says they've never felt down i would challenge that because we do because our lives go up and down it's a roller coaster it goes around bends so yeah now the other thing is you don't have to try to fix and that's what i said earlier on you don't have to try and fix things remember that when you are checking in with someone you you're not there to fix the situation. Your focus should be allowing someone to talk about their emotional well-being and acting as a sounding board for them. When doing some um, of the research that you said you might do in advance, yes, it might make you feel more uncomfortable when raising concerns with your loved ones are there, but don't let finding a solution stop you from doing so, okay? Now, another bit of research is that although Brits know how they would approach raising concerns about loved ones, research has also revealed that actually more than a third of Brits do not feel equipped to talk about other people's mental health with them. That is about 34%. And according to another study, knowing how to make someone more comfortable, 31%, and best questions to ask 30% would most increase Brit's confidence when checking in with others about their mental health. Right, so as we know, there are lots of people at the moment, more and more it's coming to light that people are suffering from depression. So how to treat depression? Now there are various treatments for depression and for mild depression, there are plenty of self-help resources that can help you or your loved ones. This may be in the form of physical activity or online classes. There is also an effective way of tackling the illness so through therapy and certain techniques such as cognitive behavioral therapy, NLP, EFT, which are also known to get you results. There are lots out there, more and more helpful resources are there and professionals. But finally, a lot of people find that medication is also useful for treating depression, and there are many different types. But this is something that you need to look into through guidance, speaking to your doctor who can prescribe you the best medication and form of taking it. As well as if you are thinking about withdrawing from the medication, it's really important that you don't suddenly stop this, okay? If you are struggling with any of the issues, 
depression, anxiety, overwhelm, there are, you know, please visit online help. There's mine, Samaritans. You can even call into them. Of course, your GP uh, is your first port of call. Friends, family, you've got Young Minds for information, Mental Health Foundation. There is a lot out there. And ask people to support you in finding those for the best avenues if you can't do that yourself. So I hope that has been really, really useful for you in regards to how you might tackle um, having a conversation with someone who is struggling with their mental health. Now, if you've got any questions, please do not hesitate to touch base with me. You can email me at info at zenatmirani.com or DM and send me a message. Right, I think it's time for another music break. Let's dive into the, ooh, Pearl Harbor. I think Faith Hill, there you'll be. When I think back on these times, the dreams we left behind I'll be glad cause I
Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insights, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Welcome back, welcome back. Um, yeah, beautiful tune as well. So, what crystal have I pulled out for you today? It is Dolomite, which is stay strong in your faith. A positive outcome is dependent on keeping a positive mindset. So this card symbolizes a different kind of strength built on the foundation of trusting your inner guidance, not aggressive toward yourself or anyone else. It recognizes the need to honor everyone's feelings and rights. The message here is to stay internally focused upon your guidance. Keep your mind and heart filled with faith, even if your path seems illogical and you feel anxious or afraid. Immerse yourself in positive activities such as reading, uplifting material, listening to gentle music and attending spiritual or religious gatherings that boost mm. your faith. This card means that your con outcome is dependent on keeping a positive mindset, which you do have control over. By choosing to pray for help and making the choices to keep your surroundings as positive as possible, you embody divine feminine strength, which is needed even if you're male. This is also a sign to stay strong with respect to your personal beliefs and faiths. So a little bit about the crystal dolomite. This beautiful colored cloud-like pearlescent stone is made of calcite and magnesium. It appears in white and gray colors, as well as the pink shown in the angel angel's hands. Well, you wouldn't be able to see that, but on the card, she's holding this gorgeous, vibrant color of pink. Uh, pink dolomite has a soft and calming vibration, which is particularly supportive for feminine energy and health, including menstrual cycles. I think that's a perfect card for me right now. So there we have it, the crystal angel card this week that's in store for you dolomite um since we were talking about uh speaking and talking and communication earlier on i wanted to share some things around you know how learn to talk about it because we are you know with time to talk coming that was started yesterday and the importance that i put in my business uh let's talk campaign so the let's talk better campaign now Talking now saves shouting later. Good communication uh, is a skill that you, you will use for the rest of your life. It is key and it can help you to deal with the stress of being uh, an adult, a child, a teenager. So by understanding it and dealing with it now and getting those best practices and those practice skills in place is important. So the best way to practice this skill is to know what you want to say before you say it. So it goes with that saying, isn't it? Where uh, think before you leap kind of thing or think before you speak. And this can be done through 
undiscovered by using mindful thinking. So remember, you want to communicate what you think, not just how you feel. So practice on smaller things if you have issues communicating with friends and family. Even speaking about something mundane like what you're excited about at the weekend or what has been causing you stress recently can also help. And remember, it is always better to deal with an issue by talking rather than shouting. So when it's a good time to talk to the other person, do so. Use mindful thinking, being in that present moment to know exactly what you want to say in a way that doesn't let you escalate your emotions until you feel feel unhappy. Okay, so some tips around that, communicating can save for later shouting, which we don't want to get because that heightens our emotions. And speaking about emotions, um, you know, processing your built up emotions. Now using mindful thinking can be a healthy way of working through unpleasant feelings that we have built up as well. So processing strong emotions can be difficult even as an adult, teenager, doesn't matter who you are, partly because the brain doesn't stop. Uh, you know, well, for young people, the brain doesn't stop developing until sort of the mid twenties. For most, well, for most people, but it's usually even tougher when you're younger, so under your twenties. But then again, I know that there are adults that also find this challenging. So, while emotions can sometimes be pushed aside. This isn't a solution that can work indefinitely. The common terms for this is emotional pileup, and it describes the strain and the stress of building up emotional thoughts without dealing with them properly. So sometimes there can be so much held back that you're not dealing with, or perhaps even acknowledging that it feels almost like a dam. And if you start to release it, then you won't be able to stop the outflow of that feeling. So this is a very common approach, but eventually the dam will have to give. It will burst under that pressure, as we know. Ultimately, it's much better to be in control of how the pressure is being released. And this is where I often talk control the things that you can control and let go of the things that you can't, which is where mindful thinking can help. So first make some time to process. If you haven't examined what you have been feeling recently, it's probably a good idea to be somewhere where you can be at peace, relaxed for a moment in time or for some time. This might not even be in your home, but somewhere where you know you won't be bothered with your phone on silent, okay? And then it's time to get into that mindful state that feeling. So make yourself comfortable, close your eyes and start to focus on your breathing. Taking those deep breaths in and out. Think about your breath flowing in and out of your body for a few minutes. Then imagine it as it fills up your lungs and then let it go. Thoughts will start to appear and you can examine them briefly without letting the emotions that accompanies the thoughts hold take hold of you. So simply acknowledging the thought, then visualizing yourself letting it go, almost like 
a leaf flying and floating on the wind. Now after you've been in that state for a while, okay, so you really need to get yourself into that positive thinking state and you're used to recognizing your thoughts and releasing them, then you can start to think about what you've been storing away and only then. What is behind that emotional dam that you've created? Perhaps visualizing turning on a tap and watching the emotional energy start to sort of trickle through. Think about why the emotion is there, but not how it feels. Okay, so you wanna understand that emotion. Try to detach from, from the feeling and just think about the emotion, the feeling that put it there. Is there something you can change? Yes, emotions and feelings are there, but it's how do you detach those two aspects to get make sense of it? So is it something you can change? What would you need to do to change it? If not, is there any benefit to worrying about it? Are there better ways of approaching the situation? So asking yourselves, these questions and once you've asked these questions visualize the cause of your emotional build-up written on a leaf and then let the leaf go I hope that's been really useful okay so it's really important acknowledge the thought then visualize letting it go but having that opportunity to be doing mindful thinking is key.
Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking breaking through through this this long-standing negative negative stigma. stigma. And welcome back. And thank you for tuning in to the Mindset Matters Talk Radio Show. 
So there's about 10 minutes or so, a bit under 10 minutes actually, before we end the show. And I wanted to leave you with some breathing techniques which I have been using with some of my clients. So the first one that I want to share with you is called One Even Inhales and Exhales. So to calm and soothe your body and mind, evenly match the length of the inhales and the exhales. You can do this when wherever you are, but ideally find a comfortable seated position when you do the inhales and exhales, sort of very peaceful, away from distractions as much as possible. Now, once you're in a still position of your choice, whether that's sitting, standing, or lying down, you can try to inhale for a count of three and then exhale for a count of three. If that's easy, try inhaling for a count of four, exhaling for a count of four. You can keep extending the length of inhales and exhales evenly up to a count of seven or eight. So see how that goes, because the more you inhale and the more you exhale by clearing out all that air, the better it is for calming and resetting everything inside of you. Now the second one I wanted to share is called two extended hails, so two extended exhales. So to relax, improve sleep and reduce anxiety, increase your exhalations so that they are longer than your inhales. Find a comfortable seated position again or lie down on your back. Breathe and mentally count the length of each inhalation and exhalation. Then gradually increase the length of your exhalation by one or two seconds every few breaths. But if your exhalation starts feeling forced, shorten it again to a more comfortable level. So work with what's good for you. And then keep going until your exhalation is up to twice the length of the inhalation, but no more. So for example, inhaling for a count of three and out for a count of six. Finish with six to eight natural breaths, relaxed natural breaths. Then the last one is called three alternative nostril breathing and i actually really like this one because it really does also help focus your mind again and take away those stresses and it just works the right and the left side of the brain as well so this is to improve uh, sleep and relax and to create a feeling of clarity and balance alternative breathing in and out of opposite nostrils so find again a comfortable seated position and take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Use your thumb to block your right nostril. Inhale through your left nostril and while your lungs are full of air, block your left nostril using your ring finger or little finger and breathe out through your right nostril. Keep the left nostril blocked. Inhale through your right nostril before blocking off your right nostril. Again with your thumb and breathing out through your left nostril. And repeat this several times.
times. Do several rounds of this. It is a bit confusing, but what you're doing is really trying to go breathe in through one nostril, then you close that nostril, and then you breathe out the other, and then you close that nostril, then breathe in and then out. So it's those alternative nostril breathing. So let me know which one you choose to do. Tweet in and tell me how it's going. But remember, do these a few times, be consistent, and yeah, share your thoughts on the breathing. And if you have any breathing exercises that you do, then I would love to hear from you as well. So it is that time to sadly say adios, hasta la próxima semana, goodbye, see you next week. But before I do, I would like to say that if you would like to know how that I can help and support you with your goals and any challenges which may be stopping you from moving forward. And if you'd like more information, then please do get in touch with me. HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash zenatnarani.com. And on my website, you can find a direct link to booking a consultation with me. And let's get talking or just send me a DM or email me at info at zenatnarani.com. I would like to thank you all for tuning in and for your tweets. You can listen to this show and any past shows on my Anchor platform or any of the Audible platforms as well. Now, I'm, I love this show and it just grows week by week, episode by episode and each time making a difference in somebody's lives. I mean, we've tackled so many serious issues and provided this platform for many stories to be told. So if you have a story to share that is life-changing, get in touch with me. What personal insights do you have that have worked for you and may help others see the light at the end of the tunnel? What professional tips, tools and strategies have been life-transforming for your clients that you would like to share? What are you doing right now to make a difference how mental health and well-being is seen and talked about. Now, if you would like to be a guest on the show, then do get in touch with me by email. That'll be mindsethorizons at gmail.com and I will send you the relevant forms to express your interest. I'd love to hear from you. Or again, you can DM me. Finally, I'd like to say thank you to Intune PR with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters Talk radio show and the difference that they are making to sharing and bringing about the importance of mental well-being. Continue to share, like and follow this show and don't forget to keep those messages coming in and emailing them your stories so that I can share them with the world. I'm going to leave you with my mission which is to empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe, keep well, and I'll see you again next week. The Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Nurani on Channel 2 Radio. See it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying,
you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make feels lost with no direction My faith is shaken But I, I gotta keep trying Gotta keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there it Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes I knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going and I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an 